here at Grace Baptist Church. Uh, we want for our people what Jesus wants for his people, and that's to know greater joy. And uh, we're convinced that there's no greater joy for a follower of Jesus Christ when they step into the three areas that we've identified as 24-7 worshipers, being a go-person, and an alongsider. Uh, I'm Pastor Steve Strong, lead pastor here at Grace. Uh, unmicrophoned for this episode, we have uh, uh, Andreas Bailey, Ryan Atkins, but on the microphone, we have some special guests, and uh, they are members here at Grace Baptist Church. Before I get to them, a huge thank you to Dan Craniac doing extra work today, uh, producing this, turning the knobs, making sure we sound wonderful. So thank you, Dan. <clears throat> the guests that we have today, I want to introduce them. Again, they're members here at Grace, so if you're at Grace and listening to this, their voices will sound familiar to you. Uh, but we have Kristen Allen. A uh, member here at Grace, across the table from me, we have uh, Nancy Payton, uh, probably our senior member here at Grace. Uh, what a privilege. And then next to her, <coughs> uh, George Zentcarelli, also a member here at Grace. Uh, two of them have been members here longer than I've been here. I think George and Nancy, uh, their membership extends beyond uh, when I started, so they remember that. Uh, Kristen, kind of. But, uh, but we have some questions for them. Uh, previous episode, we just talked about uh, more conceptually what is church membership and why. Uh, why do we encourage membership? And um, this episode, I just want to have, so, have a conversation with these three individuals just about it. And uh, we like having guests here, so we appreciate you guys being here. And so I want to start off with the first question here. Just share a quick story about your membership, how you became a member. Um, whether at Grace or another church. So, Kristen Allen, we're going to start with you. You get the, the, the privilege of starting us off. Share, tell us a little bit about your, your membership story. All right. Um, well, thanks for uh, letting us come in and share our stories, actually. It's kind of a neat setup. I've never done a podcast or anything before, so it's weird to hear myself talk. Um, but uh, my membership here at Grace, so I um, have been coming here since I was a baby. Um, my mom uh, brought, I think my mom started coming here when I was maybe one years old or so. So I grew up, you know, in the toddler room, um, the nursery, youth group, um, and all throughout my childhood, I basically grew up here. Um, I was baptized at 16, um, and I became a member, um, you know, at that time. Um, I went away to college, um, and then there was a church split that occurred, um, I think shortly after I was in college, and at that time we kind of felt um, that the Lord was calling us away from this church, um, and we kind of, at least I bounced around um, and just really had a hard time connecting at other churches. I never really found a church to, you know, become a member. <clears throat> um, I know that it was something that was really important to my mom at that time. You know, I was young. I was kind of like, that wasn't necessarily church membership. I mean, I went to church, but it wasn't necessarily a priority at that time. But I know for my mom, it was a big priority that we find somewhere to uh, plug in and be a member. Like yeah. membership was extremely important to her at that time. So for you at that age, it was kind of... I, I, like, uh, oh. Yeah, I don't probably didn't, um, you know, understand the importance of actual membership. You know, for me, it was like, well, I'm going to church. So what's the big deal? You know, yeah. I'm there. I'm hearing a message. Um, uh, I'm learning, so, you know, why do I necessarily have to commit in membership? Sure. Um, and, you know, we, we went, I mean, we went to churches maybe a year or two here and there, but we really just didn't ever find a church where we were ready to kind of, we felt like 
um, we wanted to commit to becoming members of that church. Um, throughout that time, um, you know, I had I had some struggles with depression, anxiety. Um, I left. Uh, I went to Wheaton College. I left early because of some pretty severe depression, um, and I just had a lot of things that I was struggling with. Um, you know, at that time in my young adult life, Keith and I got married. Maggie was a very difficult baby. <laughs> um, we weren't really prepared to have a child like that, and we really didn't have much support, especially, I mean, we had friends, but we really didn't have support from a church. Um, and so friends who were believers, we did not have that at that time. And I had a lot of, I was very lonely, and I really feel like I really missed um, just that kind of uh, support and bond that you find in a church and someone and though and people who were kind of leading me in a biblical way mm -hmm. I did not have that and I prayed for a lot many years I prayed um, to find that and you know I was um, Dee Dee Asher um, yeah. I don't know if any of you you probably guys all remember her some of you um, we we grew up in this church together um, her parents were still going to this church and she was leaving and we just happened to go to a picnic um, to say goodbye to her where she was moving to South Carolina and um, Mrs. Asher was kind of saying you know we you should come back and you know check out Grace um, and just see and you know Pastor Steve you had I think friended me on Facebook not too long before that and so I'd kind of seen some photos of some things that were happening here at Grace and I kind of hesitated I wasn't sure you know how we'd be accepted back um, the, 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 the split uh, was difficult um, I think for a lot of folks uh, for us too um, at the time that we left and finally, I just decided, you know what, forget it. We're just going to go back. And, you know, from the first week we came back, I really felt like it was like coming back home. I remember a lot, there were a lot of faces that I was unfamiliar with, but definitely faces that I recognized. Um, Abby Lewis, shout out to Abby, was one of the individuals that I distinctly remember coming up to me and talking to me. And really, um, it wasn't just like, oh, hey, how are you? Nice to meet you. She was actually interested in who I was and, you know, a little bit about my story. And that really made an impression on me. And, you know, since that day, I was, you know, convinced that the Lord was calling us back here. And so um, I was pretty, once I think I was uh, ready to kind of make that commitment to church membership. Um, and so we've been members since then, which I don't even remember what year that was, 2013 or 2014, something like that. I don't, <clears throat> I don't have our membership record in front of us. I should have done that to hold everybody accountable. <laughs> Very good. Nancy Payton, tell us a little bit, probably pretty close to when our church was established. Share a little bit about your story. Uh, yes. Um, I, <clears throat> my mom was a solid believer, and uh, we grew up in, uh, we kids, three sister, uh, three of us, two sisters and myself, yep. Uh, grew up in a church that was close to where we lived. It was probably evangelical, but just a little bit um, not what we were needed or were looking for. In the summers, we would go and visit an, an aunt, an uncle who lived on a farm. And as city girls, oh, we loved that. And they also had a good, solid church there that we went to, heard the gospel, and because of that influence, uh, we were not satisfied in the church we were attending at that time. Was this in the Cleveland area? I'm sorry? Was this in the Cleveland area? Yes. It was just a, f a couple blocks from where we lived, in yeah. Lakewood. Lakewood. 
Um, and just about this time, my mom saw in the paper an advertisement of a Baptist church that was starting in Lakewood. Lakewood. So uh, um, she, she pursued, pursued that, that, followed that up, and I think um, I, I never I was sick the day that they visited there, but uh, soon after that, they moved, bought a little church in Rocky River, and uh, that it's still there, but it's now an insurance company or something. <laughs> but uh, we began going there, and uh, we're very much satisfied that was what we needed. The, the pastor was um, also a missionary uh, who worked in uh, Baptist Bible College here in Cleveland, and he was a solid teacher of the Word, and we just grew under that ministry. And then, um, so it was during this time then that um, we joined the church, we joined Grace Baptist Church, my mom and my three sisters. And uh, that's how I got here. So you joined as a member while you were in Rocky River? While we were in Rocky River. Yes, I was there for a few years, I think, right? Yes, it was not very long time until we built the church. Um, I was um, in my later high school years at that time. Um, so that's where we began worshiping. And um, just so thankful for the solid, just biblical teaching that we had under our pastor, uh, Don Douglas. And um, we just grew to love the word, to love the people that were here. There were struggles in the early, those early days, but God is faithful. And then next to Nancy is George Zancarelli. George, thank you for uh, taking time on Saturday morning to come to share a little bit. So why don't you just maybe share your, your story, coming to Grace and being over here. Well, good morning, and thank you for the invite. I've been coming here since uh, probably the summer, fall of 92 as a visitor. My story is kind of uh, complicated how I got here, but it was all bit by bit. Uh, I was born and raised Catholic, even though I should have been a Lutheran and followed my father and his father. But my parents were married by a Catholic priest, and they had to sign a waiver saying that all kids will be Catholic, not just the girls. Girl. And so that's, that was my upbringing, and I was taught under their doctrines and knew what I knew there. I didn't know much about anything outside of that. I know that one time we had a Hungarian ecumenical uh, Christmas service with all the Hungarian pastors, and the most interesting talk was by the Baptist minister. One of the few things I found out there was that they were actually not three wise men. <laughs> and that was not in the Bible, which I didn't know. As I grew up, I wasn't any kind of a biblical scholar because I just didn't read the Bible that much. I learned what I learned and heard the, you know, short sermons on Sundays, and that's what I knew. Uh, and I kind of had a struggle with that, especially during my college years. I was looking at other things, and it was about... Uh, I must have been about 12 when somebody asked me if I was, uh, if I had given my life to Christ, 
and I was going down the file and all the different things that go on in the Catholic Church, and it wasn't any of those. And I also remember watching Billy Graham several times and seeing people walk up, but I didn't know what that was all about. So eventually I, I learned more about uh, being born again, and the church I was going to never really talked about that as such. And I remember getting invited to Christ the King Church. I was already an adult, a young adult in my 20s, and uh, I, I just loved uh, the pastor there and the things he said. And there I actually uh, went to be, uh, to be saved and was, but I was still part of the Catholic Church after that, just never really did anything with, with it. And then after I got my job, uh, there was this lady that worked in the building snack stand, and when I moved from Lakewood to North Olmsted, we, I lived pretty close to her, and her son, who she wrote to work with, had a shift change and couldn't drive her, so she asked me if uh, she could ride with me. Well, getting to know me, she knew what some of my troubles and concerns were, and at that time, she was just invited to come to this church by her neighbors, the Coachways, and she started telling me about this, and knowing it was a Baptist church, that was kind of far and unknown to me, but she kept inviting me, and I finally came to the point where I got my courage together and came to a Wednesday night uh, prayer meeting, Bible study, and I liked what I saw. And then for a while, I just, a uh, few months, I didn't do much, and then one day I surprised her and showed up on a Sunday, and I just loved the reception I had. The service was not what I was used to. I was used to certain things happening, which didn't, but uh, Pastor Jacobs was pastor at the time, and he was giving a long uh sermon, and it was very interesting. <clears throat> the other thing is I like the music. I like the piano and the organ, and I like the traditional hymns, and I like the way that everybody sung in the church, because where, where I came from, that kind of went out of tradition, and not too many people sang, but here the whole group sang and sang uh, with a lot of uh, dedication and enthusiasm. So by the time the service was over, uh, I honestly couldn't wait till the following Sunday. I was uh, greeted by Mr. Little. I can't remember his first name. His son was uh, the outgoing youth pastor and a couple other people, including the coachways, and everybody was just great, fantastic. So the following week, I remember I went to church, and then I couldn't wait to come here. So once I was done there, I quickly rode down here and was uh, in, my, in my seat, ready to uh, hear uh, Pastor Jacobs and ready to hear all that beautiful music and to meet all the fine people. And it just kind of went from there and I finally, after several months, let go of the Catholic Church and started coming here. And then uh, I know the, per uh, the person that brought me to the church asked me, well, what am, when am I going to be a member? So I remember uh, there was always an invite at the end of the service at the time, and I walked up and uh, to Pastor Jacobs, and at, that was right after I did a little bit of a witness at a, at the previous Wednesday night service, and to my 
scary surprise, he asked me to come back Sunday night and to give that same story to the whole church. So I got my courage together and went ahead and did that. And then later on, I walked up again after taking uh, the uh, class, the introduction class, and requested membership. So after coming very regularly from the end of 92 through uh, 1993 especially, I was baptized in the summer of 94 and became a member. Been a member ever since. Uh, I love uh, coming to a church that teaches salvation and that teaches the Bible in a very fundamental way. People who are members are born again. People who are members are, are dedicated. And people used to ask me about a church family going to the church previously, and I, I, I didn't really know that concept. It wasn't until I came here till I learned it. Also, as I mentioned before, not knowing the Bible that well, I never knew exactly uh, the difference not so much the difference, but the, the, well, I guess the difference between the two concepts of evolution and the six-day creation. And the Lord brought me just at the right time because that's what Pastor was talking about, Pastor Jacobs. He was talking about the book of Genesis. And hearing him, a learned man, talking about it as if that really happened somehow sunk into me real fast. And I, I, I believe that. I, I became a believer and uh, realize that all of the Bible is true, not some of it. It's not part stories, part reality, where some think the New Testament is reality and the Old Testament is stories. I believe the whole thing in the entirety and saw how it all came together. And as I mentioned, knowing uh, what a church family is, I got to uh, you know, know many people, and I was quite new at the time, so just getting to know people. Now I'm, I've been here a long time, so now I'm watching a lot of new people come in. And I've come to know so many people over the years, I've come to miss many people. And a lot of the people that kind of uh, supported me here. Yeah. So uh, I have a, it's interesting, <clears throat> it's nice hearing you mention names, names that spur up some memories in my mind. And it's neat to hear you had people that were asking you about membership and kind of pushing you toward membership, uh, George. Nancy and Kristen, did you have people, and, and if the answer is no, it's no, but did you have individual, and this was on the question sheet, so I know you didn't have an answer ready, but did you have people speaking into you and saying, hey, this is, have you thought about this? You should, you should look for joining, looking to be a member. Was that... Nancy, I'll let you go first. Was that, did that happen? Well, personally, I don't remember any of that. Um, I think it was just always kind of an assumption because in those days, you know, you, you made that commitment when you found what you were looking for in a church. So it was much more just a common understanding and practice of, this is what you do when you go to a church. Yes. All right, Kristen, what? Um, <clears throat> I think, you know, as a kid, it just was like the same, you know, just a natural progression. Um, but I think, you know, I think our experience is a little different for me because I left and came back. Um, but I, I mean, my mom was certainly, um, that was important to her, that was a priority, that we all find a place to become members. 
And so I think once, I think we were just kind of wandering around trying to find, and we went to good churches. It's not like the churches that we went to weren't good churches. It's just we really didn't ever feel like we were being led to make that commitment as members. And I think very shortly after we came back here, um, I don't think we had to be kind of convinced. I think we very quickly after we came back here realized that this is where we wanted to be and this is where we wanted to kind of plug in and, and make that commitment to become members. Good. Well, let me <clears throat> move on to the next question here. Um, Nancy, we'll start with you. How has, what has men, what was, what has membership meant for you? What has been meaningful for about it for you? Oh boy, where would I start? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's home. Um, we have uh, been, as missionaries that were supported from this church, we have been many different places in the U.S. and then in the Philippines. And um, I can remember our first furlough when we came home, um, walking into church and just feeling we're home. Um, and that's a hard thing to, that's an intangible kind of dynamic. Right. You, you have to experience that to yeah. know that. And um, <clears throat> though it's been um, coming and going because we were in missionary work, uh, it was always just that place that was a security, if I can say that, and a fellowship. Uh, a family, mm -hmm. um, all of the above. Yeah. And it has meant so much to me and my family. Um, seeing my dad saved here hmm. after years and years. And just my kids becoming a part of it as they would come back here as well. And uh, so it's just has a lot of meaning for me personally. Great. George, how would you, um, you know, how has membership been important to you? What has it meant for you? It's been important because ever since I became a member, I became part of the church family as a church I belong to and not belong to because I need to belong to a church, but a church that I was happy to be a part of and a church that helped me to grow. Uh, w w with my newly found new knowledge of the Bible and uh, the weekly sermons, I kept learning. This is a learning teaching uh, church, and it really brought me a long way from where I was. And the people here are like family. I mean, they're so supportive, and some I've known for a long time. And just s coming together with them and seeing them is... Uh, just a great uplift uh, each time. And being part of the ministry, uh, I, I've been part of the, the choir and Iwana and maybe even some different things. Kristen, let me maybe ask you that same thing. How has membership been important for you as well? Um. <clears throat> I think for me, I, it's kind of funny, Nancy, that you described it as coming home um, because, you know, that's kind of uh, how I felt, maybe in a little bit of a different way. But, um, you know, when we came back here, that's kind of how I would describe it as well. Um, 
<laughs> I think. <laughs> um, I think for me, membership is, to me, it's almost kind of like a, a commitment similar to like a marriage commitment. I mean, I know there's a lot of differences, but you're committing, you're making a commitment before God to other people in a relationship. And um, for me, it's just the fact that there's a group of believers, other Christians who have also made that commitment to me and my family. Um, commitment to lift each other up, to be in prayer for each other, to support each other, to help build each other up to point each other to Jesus Christ. But to me, the importance is that it's not only to me, but it's also to my family, um, to my kids. Um, you know, just the fact that there's other people here that are that love my kids and that want to see my kids um, ultimately grow in their relationship with Jesus Christ. Um, you know, that is so meaningful to me. And I think the fact that we didn't have it for a number of years when I desperately needed it, we desperately needed it. Um, I think really has made me appreciate it all the more because there were so many times that I prayed for it and I just feel like, um, you know, every time I come into this church and I am around my fellow believers, I am just reminded of this is an answer to prayer. Um, also, you know, the fact that my dad, um, you know, growing up here, my dad was not a believer. He did not come to church at all. Um, and he, it was a struggle to find a church that he liked to attend. Um, and the fact that my dad is a, as a member here, um, every Sunday morning I see him uh, singing and hear him singing in church um, is a miracle. Um, and just how many people were praying for that um, throughout my childhood really um, is really means a lot to me that there's other people that really care that much about me and my family um, and, and um, that they're here for us no matter what. There's an interesting dynamic kind of at play that, you know, when we were asking, <clears throat> asking you guys to come on and participate that I didn't catch, you know, Nancy, you have your adult children as members here at Grace, uh, Tim and Becky Konich. You have your adult parents, not that you would have kid parents, but you have adult parents, you have parents here, <laughs> you know, uh, Mel Mos, Garabi. Um, kind of running off a different trail here, how is, that, how is that meaningful for you to have your children as involved members and to have your parents here as involved members? I'll let you go. I'll let you guys battle out with how you want to answer that. But I mean, has that, have you, has that been valuable for you? Well, I think my mom is probably... Um, um, my greatest spiritual mentor. So to have my mom here, I mean, I feel like I would be lost in a lot of ways without my mother. So um, it's extremely meaningful in that way. Um, but to have my dad here, especially, you know, with my dad's background is, like I said, it's, it's really a miracle. But, you know, to be able to be in a church family with my parents is extremely important. I'm an only child. And so, you know, that also <laughs> adds a whole other dynamic <laughs> Um, to the relationships. It'll and be like, you know, episode. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll talk. Maybe a therapy episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So, I mean, I think it's really neat to be able to, you know, be a member of a church that my parents attend. And, you know, especially with my mom, we've attended here for so long. It's it's really meaningful that, you know, I've been able to grow up in the church. And, yes, we left for a couple of years. But it means a lot to me that I grew up here and that we're still here as a family yeah. and that my kids are here yeah. as well. That's extremely um, important to me as well. Yeah, Tiana, you have any thoughts of that? Yes, I would have to say that, too. Um, it's great to have family in, personal family, in along with your church family. And uh, it's been great to know that this is where they want to be as well. And this is where they have taken their position, their stand, and um, services that is involved as well in that. Um, my other kids are in that other state up north, so <laughs> they're oh, a little that's right far. From the Holy Land, what a wonderful <laughs> place to be. <laughs> they're a little farther removed from it, but uh, it's great to have them here while they're here now. Yep, yep. Well, we got. Uh, I don't want to get too bogged down with this. I want to kind of keep this conversation going. What? Uh, this is probably maybe the question that we don't like to talk about. But what has been what has been difficult about? not just being a member at Grace, this is not like a time to trash our church kind of thing, but what has been, because there's there's a lot of, we could spend time talking about that, I, you know, we've had difficult years, but um, but what has been, what has been difficult about being a member? Maybe just in the church generally, but what's, the, what's, what's been difficult about membership? George, I'll let you go. These ladies have been talking a little bit. Let you, uh, let you kind of add your two cents or just respond to that. What's been difficult about membership? Membership itself hasn't been difficult. Uh, on a personal view, sometimes it's a little difficult being part of a non-Baptist family, being the only one, and they just kind of don't understand where I am and why I'm oh, here so passionately. Uh, you're, you're like your brothers and sisters in your own personal family. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because, you know, they're still part of the mainstream church, and my father was more understanding because, uh, you know, he was... He belongs to the Lutheran Church, and actually he's come here with me many times, and I used to drive him to his church or bring him here, and we even had a Hungarian mission that was another ministry I was part of. But uh, but the, the, the two most difficult things that I can remember are the two splits that happened while I, since I was a member. There was one right after Pastor Jacob retired, which in itself was <laughs> kind of a painful thing, and a lot of people left here to make a long story short, and it was like part of your family leaving yep. or a lot of good friends. And then after that, we had an, another uh, incident where a lot of people left. And at one point, I was you know, searching for other churches, but somehow Grace Baptist Church always uh, called me back. It, it's very, it was very hard for me to leave. I still had friends here, and uh, there were still many good things going on here. So... I could never actually get myself to do that, and then as uh, a little bit of time went by, things uh, things changed uh, drastically, and things things now are great. Yep. So membership, it's an interesting dynamic. It's not necessarily something I had in my mind, just of your membership here causing some difficulty outside of your membership here. You know, being a member of a Baptist church and having family that are in other denominations and all of that creating some issues, so... Not to the extent that I thought it would, mm -hmm. but uh, like I say, they don't see things the way I do. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Nancy, how would you answer that? 
Uh, probably the same as George. Um, and I think when, before I was married, when I was just out of high school and going through college and working in an office downtown, sometimes it was a little bit lonely um, when you were the only one there that uh, was really a believer and sometimes didn't really understand and there were some things there. And then the, the times, as George mentioned, when um, after all, the church is made up of humans mm -hmm. and humans are human. <laughs> And um, those splits were hard, very hard, very difficult. But after it's all over and you see the Lord step in and um, build up again, it's just another, can I say, testimony of his grace and his goodness and also of the importance of a local church, a body of believers, and a united body of believers. And to see that come about, and to again see um, God graciously and wonderfully working in our midst, is such a blessing. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's kind of, you forget those things in the past, because you're looking uh, to the present and the future, forgetting those things are behind and pressing on toward the goal of pleasing Christ and making him known. Great. Kristen? Um, you know, I think I probably will echo what you said, Nancy. I think for me the biggest uh, difficulty is, you know, it's hard to be in relationships with other people. We're all human beings. We're flawed. Um, you know, we all have our own agendas or think, you know, things should be a certain way, and I think it's tricky. You know, it sounds like it shouldn't be... Uh, difficult, but you know when you're kind of in it, and everybody has their own way of doing things or their own philosophies on how things should be done. It's e it's very easy to kind of get lost in uh, the mix of that, and um, you know get frustrated. It's any kind of relationship that you're in. So for me, I just think it's you know relationships with other flawed people, and I and um, just seeing how you know people don't do things the way you would do them. And um, yeah, anytime you talked about you used the illustration of it being. A family, and all three of you have mm -hmm. talked about, you know, membership within a church, the church becoming a family to you. You know, anytime there's <clears throat> a commitment that's made and a loyalty that's committed to, you almost, you bind yourself then to having to have difficult conversations mm -hmm. or saying, you know, we are going to walk through difficult times together. And that's, that's I think a lot of tendent, a lot of folks, uh, me included, um, the tendency is when things get hard, you're like, I'm out. Like, yeah. I just kind of want to run away. I don't want to deal with this. Maybe, and, you know, sometimes that might even sound good. Like, you know, maybe it's just better for everybody else if I just, you know, kind of step away or, um, you know, disengage myself um, from some of these relationships. I think, you know, in society that's, you know, I think a lot of times how we deal with them. But I think for us, that's really not you know, what we're called to do. We're yeah. called to kind of work them out, to extend grace and forgiveness, and that is hard. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah. All those one another's, yeah. we like them, but they're, 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 they can be a bit difficult. Mm -hmm. Well, let me wrap up with uh, just one last question I want to ask you guys. Um, uh, again, thank you for adding to this and participating. Um, if there is anybody who is kind of on the fence, should I join grace should i take that step toward membership 
or perhaps if they're listening and they're in Indiana or Idaho or something and they're attending a church or they're just listening online or they're kind of disengaged, what would you say to encourage them to take that step and to encourage them toward membership? How would you encourage in that way? George, I'll let you go first. Well, uh, I would encourage them to, uh, you know, come visit and then see how they like it, which they probably will because they'll be welcomed by at least 80% of the people here <laughs> who see them. Uh, they should definitely take the class, uh, which talks a little bit about uh, the Baptist church history and also the, the church history here and what we believe in. And being that it's a church uh, uh, that teaches the Bible and basically nothing else but uh, Jesus Christ and uh, what came before him pointing to him and what came after him pointing back to him. Uh, the fundamental teaching here is uh, so pure that I think they should come. I would encourage them to come, but uh, they have to make that decision ultimately. But I would definitely uh, do everything I can to encourage them or or help them along the way if they need help. Okay, Nancy, how would you encourage someone on the fence? I would just say, if you found a place where you have family and the word is preached, uh, jump in and make that commitment to it. So much of what we see in the world today is lack of commitment. Um, but to be committed to being a part of a local body of believers um, is has so many advantages, if I can put it that way, of just the fellowship, the friendship, but also coming alongside people and being together in outreach and in everything that's involved in our lives. And to not hold back, but to be willing to make a commitment to that. Um, and to find that fellowship and the preaching of the word and to be able to grow and develop into what God has for you and wants you to be. Great. Kristen. Um, well, I'll echo what uh, the other two said, but also, you know, maybe this might be a bit controversial, but I kind of think that if you're attending a church without becoming a member, it's kind of like you're um, taking advantage of the, uh, the opportunities without necessarily like making that commitment yourself. Um, and so I do think that at some point it is important to, um, especially if you're a longtime attender, it's important to make that commitment to the people that you know, you're involved with in that church. Um, the other thing that I think is I really, um, to me, I would caution um, just make sure you know why you're becoming a member because I think if you're looking to other members um, to uh, be perfect, um, you know, we're all, I promise we will all fail you in some way, <laughs> shape, or form um, because I think that's a really big issue is sometimes people join churches and think that everybody's going to be perfect. We're all perfect Christians here and we all know that that's not what the church is composed of. So be prepared that other church members will fail you because we are flawed human beings. I hope, um, you know, I think here at this church, um, when that happens, 
I have definitely seen and experienced and done this myself as gone to other believers and said, hey, you know, I failed you. I'm sorry. How do we make this better? Um, that should happen in a church. Um, and I, like I said, this does happen here. But just um, keep that in mind that it is made up of flawed humans. Um, and we're all um, here to bring glory and honor um, to God and, and give him praise. And um, But... But yeah, that, I think that would kind of be a, a big piece of advice yep. because I've seen a lot of people come and go um, mm -hmm. and it's really, really difficult um, as a constant member here to see other members leave. It's, it's tough. It should be hard. It should be hard yeah. to leave and it should be hard because of the commitment and the family nature of it. It's hard to see, to see mm -hmm. others leave. So I really appreciate George, Nancy, Kristen, just uh, your contribution to this and be willing to <clears throat> share your story. There's a level of vulnerability to that. So I appreciate your willingness to do that and to contribute to uh, the equipping of our people here at Grace. Uh, God's doing good things. We love our church. Excited about what he's going to be doing as we've been excited about what he's done. So appreciate the time that you've given to us. We appreciate the, uh, the episode. We look forward to next time. So until that time, God bless. Mm -hmm.